0: Start anything yeah the, the gossip girl clip bro
1: Have what gossip girl clip
0: gossip girl is having like a revamp and it's so bad
1: you know what can we just i'm so sick and tired of these revamps rehashing bringing things back to life let things die (laughs) just let things be done we don't need what do we need to revamp gossip girl for the shit just ended like it literally like
0: is strong bro
1: it's not that deep for gossip girl though
0: the books were good
1: (laughs) that's a good point like pretty little lies is out around the same time that's what i was watching i stopped after the fourth season though
0: (laughs) none of that stuff vampire diaries all of that riverdale whatever all that stuff is not my cup of tea
1: Pretty Little Liars doesn't hit in 2021, because one of the main storylines is uh, a teacher and student relationship.
0: The way they let that shit happen, the way they let that go.
1: It was so controversial and like, but entertaining and cute back in the day. But in 2021.
0: <laughs> I'm running up some allergies, so I apologize. if My nose is a little stuffy during this recording. <laughs>
1: I got you. I'm just going to have to edit out your sniffles. So try to
0: sniffle. <laughs> <way>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to do that. I have a flat nose. We don't, we don't know how that works.
1: Hello everyone. Welcome to the Devon hour podcast. Mm-hmm. Our I'm officially calling this what's on my timeline. I think that this is official. I think it fits. I think it's it is what it is at this point. I'm tired of calling it the Monday show. I just wanted that I want to give it a title. So here we go. What's <laughs>
0: the Devin Hour, of the Monday show? Mike <laughs> is like, What? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it just sounds so un uninspired, Dolly. So welcome to the Devin Hour. What's on my timeline? Our Monday show where we shit talk, and we have the co-host Joe who is here. To to accompany me, accompany, wow, words, to accompany me in talking shit. We cover pop culture, hot topics, news, and so much more. And the more is us.
0: (laughs) So. The more is me currently packing my bowl. There you go. The truest, most authentic opinion. (laughs) Nothing's best for Devin's viewers. So I think
1: it is best for us to first address... Mm. Jocelyn's Cabaret
0: oh bitch Oh, so let me just give the viewers I haven't caught up yet
1: let me just give the listeners some background so I officially decided to pay the couple of dollars for Zeus Um, it was only five dollars and I was watching it was only for Baddies ATL but I was like let me go watch Jocelyn's show in the meantime I was watching
0: some of that too They're almost forty.
1: It's a terrible show.
0: It's so bad, but you can't look away. It's like a train wreck that you can't look away from.
1: It is so bad.
0: The both of them. Well, not so much Joss. Like for for Jocelyn's cabaret, I'm so proud of her. I loved it. I loved it a lot.
1: I feel like Jocelyn's cabaret is surprisingly better than what I expected. Like I didn't watch the first season. I don't think you watched the first season either. Um,
0: I actually started a couple of the episodes and you can definitely tell that from the first production season to the second, they didn't put a lot, like it was definitely set up to fail for the first season because she did it in Miami she definitely, like, she she rawly took a bunch of girls off the street and was performing in the street. Now she's giving it a little more high-end. She's forcing these women. It was a little more unorganized in the first season, which led to a lot of the controversies and the fights that happened. Mm-hmm. But with this season, it's more put together, which gives her a lot better of a chance to connect with the girls and to, yeah. to put aside, like, the rivalries that they have. Hence, you know, spoilers, Bobby goes home.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so that's a far, as far as i got but like you know it's nice to see how much she's grown but also helped other women grow is on the path to helping other women grow
1: i think jocelyn's cabaret is like i said surprisingly better than i thought we would ever ever thought a production from jocelyn would ever be
0: it it's, a a it's a lot good show
1: it's a decent show like it reminds me of you know like know. vh1 shows like the i love new york's in autumn like it has yeah. that energy
0: it a lot like for for reality tv you know you can't expect reality tv to be the best but especially no. with context from the first season which i do recommend that you watch because it's not the same as the second season which was a lot more closed off um it gives a context uh, it, it gives a lot of context onto what she's trying to do with these girls that are essentially from the streets you know yeah which is crazy because like because in the first season basically like from what I've seen the first two episodes where she ends up arguing with one of the girls on the thumbnail and she takes it back. It's so cute. <laughs> she's like, she does that little record scratch thingy where she's like, you probably wonder how I ended up here. Right. So she, she does a little background and she's just talking a lot about um, just how she came up from these streets like she came from like one of the dustiest places in puerto rico her words not mine (laughs) and you know she now she's on top she's a public figure and she's making enough money to support herself in a fanciful way
1: you know let me just also say don't get us wrong listeners the show is (laughs) still very much a problematic show Like, there's still a lot of things that shit was crazy
0: Oh There's still
1: a lot of things that are just not okay like the, the whole on
0: hom- back multiple times when barbie said the n-word
1: that in the double homicide situation was
0: um busy. that poor girl and how badly she was bullied for even like putting herself out there that kind of rubbed me a wrong way but also like i couldn't feel bad for her after a while because like bitch like come on now <laughs> but when Jocelyn Jocelyn come on now you know you was wrong for coming crazy at that poor girl
1: yeah even Jocelyn has said some things I feel like even when the whole situation trigger warning when um Aqua was talking about you know her wanting to kill herself and how Jocelyn was like girl why the fuck would you want to kill yourself like stuff like stuff like that you just yeah,
0: don't like say not being sensitive yeah yeah and like also like it, it, it's crazy because in that moment those girls didn't realize like like even Miss Natural she was opening up and she was like you're not just dissing her like you're being disrespectful to people like me too who who clearly we see eye to eye and we're supposed to be cool right cuz they were hanging out in the beginning before they fought and now all of a sudden like it's like fuck like what's wrong with you you shouldn't be here like go Like you can't hold a baby like, you know, fucked up things like that. That shouldn't be said to, you know, other women when you're in a situation where you guys are supposed to be team members and you guys are supposed to be able to go on to Las Vegas and, you know, dance with these women and and be on tour with these women. I don't think so.
1: Exactly. The show. I. In conclusion, the show is a lot better than I thought it would ever be. So that's our thoughts on Jocelyn's Cabaret. I just really wanted to bring it up because we have been watching it and we have been talking about, about it on this show. Um, Like, you know, potentially Decided watching- for it, yeah. Yeah, excited for it, potentially watching Baddie's ATL or Jocelyn's Cabaret. And yeah, these are our thoughts on or those two shows. And let us know what you guys think about those two shows. Are you entertained by it? Are you not entertained by it? You know, just let us know. Now- Are we ready to get into the mess?
0: So messy. Yes. The hot tops.
1: Okay. (laughs) Okay. So uh, there has been a lot going on. So I've been really trying to like filter what to address, like what was important and what's not important. But I feel like I will be wrong if we don't address this fat ass infestation in the room And that is these bitch ass cicadas What The fuck Is going on
0: I haven't gone outside so I wouldn't be able to tell you
1: It's not happening to us in Jersey City It's mainly happening to those in like D.C. Uh, Virginia Maryland They're getting attacked by cicadas and well, I'm
0: from the islands So we have roosters for that The birds will take care of it Right, the birds eat the cicadas. Am I wrong?
1: No. I'm like, something has to eat these bitches because they just can't be coming out of nowhere. There has to be some place, some animal consuming them. They have to have known they're coming back.
0: Well, (laughs) there has to be some sort of explanation as to why they're coming here. But if they're not properly taken care of because they're bugs and can infest. (laughs) Um, Yuck. (laughs) Maryland is really Um, close
1: (laughs) it is really disgusting I'm like because if you see like the videos that they have of like the cicadas like taking over people's like garages and on people's cars and like flying on people and swarming people and then of course here goes these white folk just being nasty I saw a video of them frying cicadas and shit yes i saw that where
0: he picked it up from the side of the road and he was like these are like golden cicadas i wait for like a year for these blah 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 and he turned them into popcorn and i was like
1: "This you guy... nasty bitch
0: like okay i would eat a grasshopper or a scorpion maybe but a fucking cicada from the side of the ground like at least farm me that bitch
1: <laughs> i ain't you no know, insect no bug
0: would they be crunchy and salty. You never went to the um what is that place called? Damn, Toys R Us on 34th. And they had um, they sell bugs, yeah. It was like candy. Hell Listen, no. I'm from I'm from like the countryside of like the Philippines. Like my family, we eat fucking freeze-dried candy fish. I don't wanna
1: <laughs> hell
0: this fish
1: to the fucking no (laughs) what
0: What kind of trini are you we don't i don't think we eat bugs i mean y'all don't eat something like that's considered weird you know the french have their snails asian people have their like bugs and fish and shit
1: no don't get me wrong we do like what is one weird trini thing that people eat like they'll eat like the the egg sacs of like birds and fish and shit and like fry them or like curry them. I find that to be weird. That's that's not my we like.
0: We like fish that are that have like eggs in them because they're like crunchy. <laughs> like you, you put them in like a soup and they're fish that have like their eggs in them.
2: Mm-hmm. So then
0: you cook them like that. Sorry to all our vegan friends out there.
1: Yeah, I'm so sorry. Trigger warning? Question mark. Um, Cultural food
0: would be slapping. <laughs>
1: But cicadas, though, I don't understand that.
0: No, the thing that, 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 that caught me off guard was that, like, he got it from, like, his gutter. Like, they were just already there, like, chilling by the handfuls. He picked them up, put them in a... Ugh, ugh. But, yeah, no, I would love to know where they're coming from. It's like when those murder hornets came around, everybody was like, oh, my God.
1: But apparently cicadas, they go yeah. into, like, a deep sleep for, like, years. And then they come back.
0: Uh,
1: so that's what they do.
0: I mean, yeah, cooling up now, right? Everything is melting because of climate change.
1: Well, I mean, <laughs> they don't like bite or anything. They're just those little shaky bugs. Like they make that little shaky sound. So, I mean, at least it's not like you Your know bugs, a swarm of mosquitoes. Like.
0: Disgusting period. Like <laughs> yuck. Like I'm from Hawaii, and I still wouldn't fucking do it. like cockroaches. No. No, a I nuisance a
1: menace to society serves no evolutionary purpose for none of us
0: Ugh. cockroaches fucking ants spiders are right when they stay away from me like I like them when they're chilling like out of my eyesight <laughs> like if I see one chilling in the cupboard I'm like hey you you,
1: you. I'm yeah. not big fan of bees but I understand their purpose
0: these are cool bees don't really bother you. I don't like when they move past you, but bees are cool.
1: They serve but, uh, a purpose, though, unlike a lot of other bugs.
0: That has, like, a bunch of legs, like millipedes and stuff. Yeah. Useless. Worms are all right until, like, you touch them.
1: <laughs> Ew, I'm just disgusting.
0: <laughs> Thank you for coming to our TED Talk about insects. About bugs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of things, how am I going to transition this? Yucky. <laughs> Um, speaking of things that have been silent for a while and decided to make a resurgence randomly, <laughs> um, here goes K-Michelle. So,
0: oh, God, res- I saw that.
1: <laughs> Who is that? Miss Ma'am. So let me, give, let me give the listeners some background on this. Because
0: <laughs> K-Michelle
1: has popped up recently on our timelines. Uh, ha ha ha. And now she has a new look. And a lot of people were questioning this look. It looks like her face has been like more chiseled out. Is
0: it a filter? Because you notice how Khloe Kardashian, when that photo leaked of her, she looked different than how she does in photos. Quite obviously, because she heavily photoshopped her photos due to right. you know society's beauty standards, whatever. But nowadays, these filters are mad good, and it's very clear that she like your airbrushed and stuff. So what? The, but obviously obviously she's had some work done you know she has had no shame about that whatever however sis but also like it looked kind of (laughs) good
1: right okay so let me that's what i was saying right like i feel the the work she got done looks great it's just that how are you k michelle and you've been talking shit about people this whole entire time and them getting their work done and you have shit to say and yet here you go Getting the work done, and then you're mad because people didn't respond the way that you wanted them to respond. We all agree that you look good. It's just that we want to know who's your doctor. (laughs) That's it, because the doctor did a good job. And there's also been some conversations surrounding like, did she lighten her skin? Because she obviously looks a lot lighter than she was previously. She was always like a brown skin, dark skin type of girl, but now she looks very much lighter.
0: Um has been she's been like brown light skin to me anyway, from what I've remember.
1: She's got lighter. She's 100 percent have gotten lighter. I don't know if it's because of the pink wig. I don't know if it's lighting. I don't know if she found her light. I don't know what it is, but she looks brighter.
0: She do look very different than she did in February, though. I'll give her right. like she looked like K Michelle back in February of 2021. I mean, 2020, and now she looked like Megan James.
1: <laughs> and also, of course, on the Devon Hour, we're really not a big fan of, like, commenting on people's bodies and because that's their body, and they can do whatever they want to it. But my whole thing is, girl, don't try to play in our face like we're stupid because we're not. You're K. Michelle.
0: She's saying that she didn't get a girl.
1: No, t- she literally was on her live, like, crying and shit, saying, like... I didn't get any work done. Or da, da, da. Girl, you got some work done. You ain't we're, we're not dumb.
0: Okay, Kylie Jenner. I didn't get my lips done. I just make up my ass.
1: Right. It's just what she was saying. It was makeup. <laughs> I had a full beat. And I said, girl, now that I'm looking at it, it looks like she got... <laughs>
0: this photo where she ain't got no makeup on. You lying, sis. Ain't no way. Hold on. And, and then
1: Stop I'm looking playing. at her lips. I'm like, well, you look like you got some fillers in your lips too while you were at it. Now that I done got a closer look.
0: Stop playing with me. Her nose is completely different. Unless you're playing with Facetune a hard. Who is this? You gonna tell me this is makeup? I don't fucking think so.
1: Yeah. Cute. All I'm saying is we're not dumb.
0: Like, it, it looks good so why would you be ashamed of saying that you got work done? That's the problem is that the society is so so open about like, like fillers and buying fillers, this, that, and the third but nobody would be like, yeah, I got fillers
1: like why not yeah and if you're on live crying about it then obviously you feel away and it was obvious that you didn't get the response that you wanted or that you felt like you were entitled to
0: she thought nobody was gonna be able to tell sis
1: that's exactly what it was she thought we weren't gonna be able to tell the fact that she looks completely different and then she was also saying like oh i haven't posted in a long time how would you guys know bitch you've been posting like every single fucking day what are you talking about
0: i just got I just found a photo from her from February of 2020. That's too soon.
1: Right. So I don't want to hear that. Okay, girl, we're not dumb and that's all it is, but you look good. You have a great doctor. Can you please send them my way? Thank you.
0: Thanks. How much you paid for that face? Right. Okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so a bit
0: of messy reality TV stars, man. Not mass
1: express interesting all righty so before let's get to this last topic of these uh pop culture discussions or hot tops whatever the fuck i said early on um <laughs> we have this show called legendary so i don't think you watched i don't think you've watched legendary Bro. so legendary is a show that's on hbo max that features different houses is based on the ballroom scene the kiki scene the voguing scene that a lot of you may know it as um, and this is just basically a competition where, you know, these houses battle and then ultimately one of them will win. They go through, like, different categories like, you know, Vogue Femme, Face, Hands, all the good stuff. Um, I think it is a decent show outside of the politics and bullshit when it comes to it, when it comes to, like, who's the, who's the executive producer of the show, who's also a fucking judge, who's also not Well, recently came out as queer, but wasn't queer initially when the show came out. And then also not black. So it's just a whole lot of bullshit that comes on that comes with this show. Um, But outside of all that, like seeing the houses and seeing the queer people doing their art. and, And since the majority of these houses are filled with nothing but black and Latinx people, it is great to see. And we love to see it.
0: Well, it's nice to know that the people that are actually being showcased, rather than the people that were used as faces, i.e., the judges, in order to to bring viewers to the show, the people that you know do need the views, however, comma are people that are you know people of color.
1: <clears throat> yes,
0: and and mainly people of color.
1: But unfortunately, I believe that I have come to the conclusion.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't think I would like to see queerness on television anymore if it's going to be handled in this manner. And let me just ex- let me just go into detail about that. Not too much detail, but cuz like I said we only got we're not trying to be here for like 5 hours <laughs> and this could ultimately be an episode on its own uh-huh. but I feel like a lot of queer content is mishandled. And with this oh, show no. in particular, with legendary it was so much bullshit. First off, a lot of the judges on this show mainly being because I know a lot turns me off, but at least law is like a part of the scene and he's fashion. So it makes sense as to why he's there. Laomi is there, who's a legend in the ballroom scene, specifically the New York ballroom scene. So I why why I completely understand why Naomi's there. Megan Thee Stallion should not be on this fucking show. So shouldn't um, Jamila Jamel. Why the fuck are you two on? She
0: she doesn't make any sense on the show.
1: She doesn't make any sense, but she's She's the the executive producer of the show. She's the reason why it's on television now. And it's just another white woman capitalizing off of blackness and queerness that has no business doing that. You should not be executively producing this fucking show.
0: because like okay her as a judge yes i understand she should be a part of the show however kind of like it's weird because sometimes you need those kind of people to get your foot in the door to begin with because without those kind of people like yes it's white caping for a fact for a fact without a doubt but like there's you can't deny that like in order to get people to even pay attention you have to have somebody of that stature To back you you know so i get her being executive producer whatever but it doesn't mean that she needs to be a part of the limelight you know
1: yeah she doesn't need to be a a part of the show she doesn't she doesn't um but also i think a lot of this this dislike for her comes from her style of judging on the show she's not judging them properly
0: like uh, not even that like her as as far as her history with the queer community has too. been so negative and so just off-putting and not even just with the queer community but just her as a public figure with her lying and her constant like being caught in her lies and her 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 need her just need to be liked is, is just really weird yes because she she which is why like when you said the oh um when she thought that when she wasn't gay before the show came on or something like that Mm -hmm. and like it's like oh you come out as these things in order to be liked and whatever and like I feel bad if of course she wasn't ready to come out and she felt the need to come out in order to be a part of the show but like if that's the case then just don't be a part of the show and just put somebody who you know who is a public figure because there are pe- plenty of out public figures, especially people who are a part of that scene that who definitely- could definitely
1: properly executively produce. This yeah. Um, so like, although thank
0: you for using this is a different story though. Cause she's you- a sh- you- black woman.
1: Yeah. Who Megan?
0: Yeah.
1: But she's not a part of the the scene. You know, there's plenty yeah. of people who are rappers or celebrities or whoever who is, been amongst the girls you know what i mean yeah. i feel like
0: santana. i feel like saucy santana could have been saucy like a-
1: santana even even though i don't like this person too much
0: mm-hmm. if
1: Nicki minaj was a judge that would make more sense to me
0: oh yeah for a fact like it would make more sense to me even if lady gaga was a judge if lady
1: though- gaga was a judge yeah. it would make a lot more sense
0: like i get that you can't get that like i feel like it, it's tough though because like those kind of people are less accessible And maybe Megan is part of the scene, but we just don't know it. Like, I don't want to be, like, that kind of devil's advocate. Like, however, she is one of those, like, fashionable trailblazers at this point in time. So it would make a lot of sense. Because, like, a lot of people pay attention to her fashion, you know, choices. Like, her lipstick, And she's a performer. Her hair, her twerking, you know, just the whole Texas aesthetic. She is a performer. And I know that, you know, a lot of that, She's definitely acknowledged that it isn't incorporated by the ballroom scene and whatever. Maybe yeah. she's not fit to be a judge but it would have been cute if she was like a host or something.
1: If if Megan... So that's the thing. There's a guy who is the host of the show. His name is Deshaun. He's a commentator.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and he's a super dope commentator. Like he's the one who does all the comments in the ballrooms and stuff. And mm-hmm. I feel like if he was a judge and if Megan was the host mm-hmm. then I think I would have liked the show a, a lot more.
0: So uh, it's
1: just like a, a mess roll. Yeah, I think that's why I think it is too. But going back to my point of why I don't think queer content should be on television is mainly because not only is it just with Legendary, it's also with Drag Race, it's also with polls, Like there's been so much mishandling of queer people on these shows. Um, And just ultimately, it, it, I think this whole capitalistic commodification of queerness goes against what the whole queer community is about like yeah. we're trying to go against those systems and I think being a part of those systems is although it is helping others capitalize off of it within the community it is not necessarily doing its justice um in the way that they think it is like it's not the serve that they th- really think it is I, it, I think ultimately, I
0: was just say is that like OK, I get that like a lot of people, especially like when it comes to telling our stories as people in the queer community, um, we want to get <clears throat> people to understand where we come from and how like being gay is a part of our identity. But I feel a lot of the times with the commodification of pride, it it, it, it becomes your only identity. And that's kind of corny. <laughs> and <laughs> also
1: know, like, when you start involving <laughs> white people into things Like we'll okay. get Drag Race for example Drag Race when it first came on The first couple of seasons especially when mm-hmm. it was on Logo even though Drag Race Is not a, a black show It is a show of queer people But all cunty queer people people who've been A part of the scene people who knows how To get around the girls you know what I mean People who are involved and then as The show progresses and now that's on VH1 And now the viewership has changed and now It's easily accessible to more of those viewers of primetime television which is predominantly white people Mm -hmm. now the whole gaze of the show has changed the production of the show has changed and it's ultimately not doing the show any justice and there's Mm -hmm. so much overly it's too overly produced stories are not being told properly there's still a lot of um issues when it comes to like who's on the shows like with rupaul for example him and his bullshit there's a whole lot of stuff like and I just, and even with Pose and how that whole second season went down, which was bullshit, like, and how the show is prematurely ending now in its third season when Pose could go on forever, and I think people will still tune in, and it shouldn't have been cut on cut off at the third season. They could have at least got a fourth or fifth one. It's just a lot of bullshit when it comes to the handling of queer content, and that's why I'm like, as of right now, I don't think television is the right place for it.
0: It's weird because, but I like, really
1: want them to have their like, recognition though. <laughs>
0: They for something that should be out and proud and unapologetic, right? The purpose of pride is to be unapologetic with your self-identification. Um they tread too lightly, like they're just like too worried about what the unmoss is gonna um the masses are just gonna think that you don't wanna put properly take care of these projects, you know.
1: I agree. The white um, gays
0: these projects for the gays because it's not just you know it, it, representation it's proper representation It's telling these people's stories to the point where they're relatable characters they're characters that don't just suffer the the tropes of tragedies and this that and the third you know yeah
1: exactly 100 so that's just my thoughts and opinions on that i like like I said about like Jocelyn's Cabaret, I would really like to hear y'all thoughts and opinions on that. Am I wrong? Am I thinking too heavily on it? Like what what are your opinions on it? Um, as of right now, I think that there just needs to be better handling of these shows. Um, ultimately, since, this, since these shows are going to be put on national television and they're ultimately at the top of these are white CEOs, white mm-hmm. people at the top of this, well, there's no way of getting around that. But I do think that it should be people who are who are executively producing and on these teams to do a lot better with this shit the outcome of legendary was a bunch of bullshit period the outcome of pose the fact that pose ended prematurely with an eight episode third season is bullshit the way drag race is going is bullshit um and that's just how i feel about that and this goes for all the other queer movies as well where i don't think they're being handled properly as well. It's just a whole lot of shit that I think is to <laughs> be fixed. I think the only place where queerness is doing decent is in music. <laughs> but there's even politics with that. I'm just like, I just don't, I just don't like. And
0: That's the weird, the, 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 like, I just, I hate that, like, our oppression is politics. Every, ugh. like, at this point in time, it shouldn't even be politics anymore because, like, I get it. Politics is what made oppression whatever but it shouldn't be a point if we acknowledge that it's oppression then why are we still making it politics and not reparation
2: okay
1: yeah girl you better preach right so that is the end of our hot topics or um,
0: partying bro can you hear them your neighbors i live by the factory guys <laughs>
1: what, what's the factory
0: the lounge you are oh,
1: by the factory. Oh wow, I've completely forgot. Oh wow. Wow. Is it lit over there?
0: You don't hear them turning up over there?
1: I don't. You have a good mic. Good job. Period. Oh, they're wow.
0: blasting their music, bro. Ridiculous.
1: Well, I would like to go to the factory if they're that lit. What is the demographics? Niggas?
0: It's sounding very Hispanic, so I don't know.
1: Oh, that's our that's our um crowd. <laughs> We'll fit right in They got got Jose Cuervo On tap Anyways So that was our mess For this week let us know what you think Now let's get into What's on our Timeline So This segment is where we briefly Discuss some things that caught our eye on Social media we say brief Hopefully it is brief this time Uh, Usually it's not So, (laughs) so for me, I'm gonna go first. Mm -hmm. I saw this discussion on Twitter talking about music release day. And for us now, music release is on Fridays. But previous to that, a couple years ago was actually on Tuesdays. And there was this huge discussion as to why music releases should go back to Tuesdays. And I 100% agree. If you're a music nerd like me, then you already know how the, I know you already feel a way about how music is being distributed and released in today's day and age. Things have changed so much from us buying like CDs and, you know, waiting and go picking it up. And it's just, things have changed so much because now things are so much easily accessible through like streaming services and, you know, different music platforms, which I think that's just the way time is. Things change. It's okay. It is what it is but i 100% think that music should go back to being on released on Tuesdays because somebody brought up this good point music when music is released on Fridays these music companies don't work during the weekends so the whole hype that you have built up to that album takes a pause for Saturday and Sunday and then you have to resume that shit on Monday but then we're already getting ready for the next music release <coughs> It's a whole lot of like different politics. And then also, let's say if there's a discrepancy with something that is released on a Friday, you can't fix it on Saturday and Sunday because the music companies and the music records or stuff is closed. So, cause they don't work the weekends. So you have to fix that shit on Monday and that could have hindered you from, you know, selling a certain amount or succeeding a certain amount, or getting that promo in. It's just a whole lot of just bullshit and politics to it. Um, I think they only released it on Fridays be- to avoid piracy because and all over the world things were released on a Friday In America it was just released on a Tuesday. So our music used to get pirated a lot. But I think if the whole world just adapts to this Tuesday shit
0: i feel like it it makes more sense because people go out to the clubs on friday saturday and sundays and if you want your music to get played you need just a couple days to start liking the song and playing it right like the people throughout the week friday rolls around i know that shit and i'm jumping in the club that
1: is so true like when when you when the album drops on a tuesday you're probably listening to it on work from tuesday to friday and then, you know, mm-hmm. Friday, Saturday night, whatever the hype is, that shit's getting played that weekend.
0: It gives, yeah, it gives people a chance to build up the hype, be like, yo, you heard this song, da 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 people are playing it, they're going to work to it. When they get to the club that weekend, they be like, oh, this is my shit.
1: Right, and then no. in today's world, when things are released on a Friday, they're not going to be played immediately at the clubs. You got to wait until the next weekend, but by that, what next weekend, another album done release, so, you're already focusing on some mm-hmm. other shit. See, go back to Tuesdays. Tuesdays was just ultimately a better day. That's They're just not my point.
0: About the people outside and inside.
1: Exactly. I think it was dope when music was released on Tuesdays. Oh my gosh. And I also blame Beyonce for that shit because she dropped her shit on a Friday, the self titled. That... Mm, she
0: said, I'm my own lane.
1: But there's that. The next thing I want to talk about is...
0: Actually, no, that's it for
1: me. The next two is your topics.
0: Are they now? I have my app up open. Oh, okay. So we were talking about this on our way to um, endless sushi, which we need to go again because that was really good. But next time I want to go, you know, stoned out of my mind. <laughs> <laughs> but um, about this Monet exchange and the Vixen thing that's still going on. It's crazy i would like to talk about well we were just talking about you know queerness and the the whole drag community and blackness in the whole queer community and how it really affects the the way that these girls be fighting with each other right and you know um i don't really know much about the situation but i do know that you know a lot of things were said back and forth especially just questioning these two drag queens who are black drag queens um the both of them were just fighting with each other, questioning their colorism, just basically put it pitting themselves against each other to prove their Blackness and what they do for the Black community, knowing that both of them are very big pillars in the Black community when it comes to being queer, right? And I just... It, it's crazy that they're still doing this.
1: Yeah, it's been weeks. And the root of this is Tamisha Iman and mm-hmm. that whole beef. But I... But my thoughts on this is ultimately I feel like Black queens are put in this weird space. Like how we were discussing in the car. Mm -hmm. I feel like Black queens, they have to balance not only being the Black representation and addressing those issues while also having to act a certain way to appeal to the white people as well. Mm -hmm. Being on Drag Race as a Black queen is, is not guaranteed to be the return that you put into it. It's not guaranteed for you to get that let me say that like get that return that you put as much work into right oh yeah
0: because these queens spend lots of money on spend lots
1: of money and a lot of the black queens don't reap those benefits they don't get they don't get the same recognition as a lot of the other white queens do as much as far as like followers or like people buying their merch and supporting them so being a black drag queen you have to find that balance um and it's very difficult when it comes to this but i do think there there are times when both the vixen and monet exchange are just loud and wrong I feel like Mon- there's moments where I question Monet's authenticity when it comes to things too because she does tend to you know pander to whiteness and white people but so does the vixen at times and the vixen is just sometimes weaponizes you know her words and shit and her experiences also, so this is very difficult
0: this is a good way to show that like it would have been a nice way to show that rather than be shady they could have had it proper adult conversation about colorism in the you know queer community especially the drag community when it comes to you know the fan bases and how much harder that these these girls got to work for you know the same recognition that these um lighter you know uh queens get especially with the couple with the episode from a couple weeks ago for the um, RuPaul's Drag Race, uh, Down Under, how this this to- this drag queen could totally get away with no consequences and continue to be in the race for something as as you know bad as blackface, and you know, God forbid some of these drag queens mess up once. These black drag queens, you know, they they get in trouble and they start beefing, and everybody's fighting and it's ridiculous but you know miss blackface over there can get away with it with a simple i'm sorry and continue to fight for a prize
1: yeah i agree there is a lot of things that they could really be focusing their energy on but on on the other hand this is what drag queens do like this is what real drag queens do they go back and forth
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and it is what it is and ultimately is entertainment because they're both funny as shit and it is entertaining um Mm -hmm. and i think it's just a lot of fans need to stop inputting their their bullshit and that's why i say for this particular thing the white fans need to mind their motherfucking business this is what black queens do they go back and forth they're going to end up eventually fixing it and being sisters again if not they could be cordial enough to be on the same platform and get their coin it is what it is but as a white person viewing this, I'm gonna just need y'all to shut the fuck up.
0: Oh yeah, it was very weird to me that a lot of the comments that like they were replying to were comments from like white fans or fans that weren't even of color. Right,
1: the black people, we we are, you know, I don't want to say that we live for the mess, but you know, we are entertained by it and we ultimately understand like it's none of our they business Like
0: They'll figure it out themselves or they gonna box That's none of our business
1: Exactly it's none of our business Like we may give our two cents on it To say like oh this is stupid But other than that we're not gonna be adding Monet Or adding the Vixen and really getting involved in it We don't really give Hopefully a fuck
0: that not. I would hope some of y'all would have more sense than that
1: But the white folk They will <laughs> They will at you and be like, stop fighting you know. Da-da-da.
0: Shut up They love to put their opinions into everything
1: yeah. So yeah, the money exchange and the vixen beef is really, um, it stretched itself out. And if it's still going on, it's be-
0: ridiculous. It's like that. Um, speaking of baddies, ATL. It's like that fucking um Christina and the t- Natalie and their makeup artists. They've drawn over?
1: out yeah it's just drawn out beef for what reason and she's
0: still trying to explain herself and i would have been like listen the man got paid i'll never use him again let's move on with everything but no they still beefing
1: right and that's why
0: yo y'all 40 years old on the timeline beefing over some bullshit
1: and that could be the same thing said for the damn drag queens too y'all damn near 40 50 years old Beefing over fucking nothing. Relax.
0: Y'all seasons were how many seasons ago?
1: Exactly. That's the point. Like y'all season was what? Can y'all chill? But like I said, ultimately, like we as as viewers, like or as black people watching this shit, we're kind of used to this shenanigan. Especially if you are involved in the community, you really don't give a fuck that much. You're just entertained by it. You're gonna say your little two cents, and you're gonna keep it pushing. You ain't gonna be dwelling on it for too fucking long. You're just gonna be watching it. Um. So there's that Now Lord's new album Yeah, I'm excited
0: The The cover <laughs> That shit was cute The memes that were coming from it So cute
1: The song itself, Solar Power Is so good
0: I haven't heard it yet She dropped a single
1: She dropped it Because it was supposed to be dropped on The Summer Solstice Which was supposed to be on the 21st
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But since the, I think the cover got leaked. That cover got leaked early on.
2: Ooh.
1: Um, and so she was like, "Okay, so she just released it a couple days ago, a couple weeks earlier, which just so happened to be, I think, an, an eclipse or something. So it still worked out in her favor. Mm-hmm. Um, so solar yeah, powers here. Was
0: so excited. I don't know why she would hold it for even longer. She think this is a game, ma'am. No, we want your music now.
1: Yeah, Lord, we need you to... I'm
0: tired of Lana Del Rey and her shenanigans.
1: I'm tired of all these whispering weird bitches, okay? I need the real one to come through the door.
0: The New Zealand baddie.
1: The foundation.
0: (laughs) The queen teen.
1: Honestly, Lord Lord has always been consistently dope.
0: To think that, that those first couple of albums, the only albums she's ever given us, were done when she was that only like eighteen, bro, like the youngest person in the game for a long time. That was very productive. right.
1: And she's an artist who will take years to release an album, but you really don't be it don't ah. be feeling like it's years. Like it don't really be feeling that long.
0: No, yeah, I feel like I feel like Teen Heroine he came out only a couple years ago.
1: That shit was 20 what? 2013,
0: 2012? I want to talk about it. <laughs> I was going through
1: it. Yeah, tennis courts was my song.
0: That's my shit.
1: And I was ironically playing tennis at the time, so it worked out for me.
0: Let's go down to the
1: tennis court. Nope. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm excited for Lord.
0: Lord. I hope I, I'm excited to see the vibe that she gives us this time.
1: I think I think it's going to be brighter because the song is like is a lot more light.
0: Than- I'm enjoying the the musical vibe that that the 2020s is bringing, where it's bright and like it's very nostalgic. It's very like driving with the top down through like LA, yeah for sure. high five, very 70s, and I like that. I like summer music. Summer music makes me happy.
1: Yeah, did you you didn't listen to Demi Lovato's album, did you?
0: I don't listen to Demi Lovato.
1: I'm cracking up. Oh well, there's a couple of songs on there that I think is pretty summery and dope that I think you would enjoy.
0: But she just she screams too much.
1: <laughs> she's really chill on this one, on this record.
0: I'll take a look.
1: You're not going to like the whole album cuz I didn't like the whole album. But there's like 3 songs on there that I think you might like the vibes. If-
0: pops up after talking about it maybe siri will hear it and put it into my playlist
1: right exactly
0: because i'll be listening to the radio it's nice to listen to the radio but i just miss sometimes i miss a taste of you know the good old days Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) so that is what was on our timelines Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: now we're going to move on to the next segment
0: we're going to rev it up a little bit. Get hyped a little bit. Yes.
1: The, so the, the, the before we sign off,
0: part of our segment.
1: <laughs> so before we sign off, let's tell some people to fuck off. You can tell us who you would like to fuck off at our email, thedevonhour at gmo.com, or by DMing us at thedevonhour on Instagram.
0: You can just vent to us. I will tell them to fuck off, okay? I got you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so my first fuck off I would like to deliver is to China and McLean. I don't know. What in the hell is going on with China and McLean? Oh, oh, I know what it is. It's Jesus. So, mm-hmm. for those who don't know, <laughs> she found Jesus. She done found Jesus and she's been telling the whole world her her revelations and her experiences and all that and then most recently she posted this video of her talking about the snake in the yard and it's supposed to be an analogy as to why she's not forcing people to like fall in line with god or whatever it was first off the bull the analogy was some bullshit so let me just explain it to y'all in the in in my words and and this is me translating what the fuck she was saying why you talk about it so what had happened was so she was on this video and she was talking about like are you muting yourself so you can listen to it smart so no yeah you're muted you're good all right so what she was talking about was so she was like, she she was with her friends in a house, painting and shit, vibes. And then she decided to go walk out the house to go walk her dog. And then she saw that there was a snake in her yard. So she picked up her dog and she went back inside. Her friend gets up and is like, hey, I want to go get some fresh air. So her friend goes outside, gets bitten by the snake that's in the yard. And then the friend go back inside, look at China, and be like, well, bitch, why didn't you tell me that there was a snake in the yard? And she was like, oh, I didn't want to tell you. So essentially what she's saying is she's not going to tell you or she's not going to force God down your throat um, or some shit, Wherever the fuck the analogy was. It was some bullshit and I hate it. And this is in the first stupid ass analogy she was given. She also been giving other analogies on... You know, on her Jesus thing. And ultimately, I really feel like, you know, if that's what you into, that's fine. But like, girl, you could keep that to yourself. Like, yeah. <laughs> and it's one thing to be a believer in God, but then there's another one to be a delusional ass bitch. And I feel like that's exactly what she is. I feel like she's delusional. I feel like she's dizzy. I feel like this is a cry out for help, it's giving low Low-Anth- Anthony vibes. Somebody needs to help her. Get her off the internet, delete her internet, please. Oh, here you go. You don't heard it. Go ahead
0: through the video a little bit. I'm confused.
1: <laughs> her daddy's analogy the snake in the yard.
0: I'm confused because she's talking about some. I'm not gonna make people want to believe in God, but then you out here preaching about God. So, which one is it? Right. i'm so confused because okay to me like all right as somebody who's lived in a household full of catholics for my whole life you know Mm -hmm. somebody who's always been like god please don't smite me (laughs) um my family has never been like you need to follow god like are part of the family that does that that constantly forces god on you are the people that we give a side eye to constantly they're the ones that are the like grimiest so when you constantly like for me when you constantly push your beliefs onto another person it makes me feel uncomfortable and for you like and it's a form of like deflecting and kind of gaslighting in a sense for you to be like if i told you that there was a snake in the yard you wouldn't believe me and you would go in there anyway or you would just be like man move aside or like you would either like your reaction would be like, you wouldn't believe me. And you would be like, man, move, move aside. Or you wouldn't believe me. And you'd be like, I'm gonna go in the yard anyway. You know what I mean? Like for you to just automatically assume that I wouldn't be a part of your <laughs> your religion just because I wouldn't believe you. So your, your form of getting people to join it is being like, I'm gonna keep talking about it and keep talking about it, but tell people that they don't have to listen. It's kind of weird because you know that you have a platform that people are just going to constantly be looking at you anyway.
1: Exactly. And, and, <laughs> and what really bothers me about the analogy in itself is that it's really fucking stupid. Like it, let's be realistic. Let's be honest about it. Cause it's how you know it's is stupid. Let's just be realistic about it. If I, if you went out to your yard and I'm mm-hmm. in your house and you went to your yard and you said don't go out there because there's a fucking snake you think that i'm going to go out there no i ain't going to go out there bitch. you said there was a snake on your property
0: sense. i'm not going to be like oh i'm going to go back there like no that's dumb and then she's like oh like uh jesus is my my model like this is the person that i follow follow that's all fine and dandy and then he's like, and I'm not here for the people who don't want to listen. I'm here for the people that do like these videos will be here for the people that do. And it's like the way that you found God is not the same way that other people will find God. So find like Catholicism and Christianity is not a, bl- it's not a blueprint. You know,
2: mm-hmm. there's not
0: one, one way to find faith in anything, spirituality in any sense, you know? Right. <laughs> so it's always like bothersome to me when people are like god this god spoke to me that way because then people are going to be expecting to find god the same way that you have found god I mean, it's just like you being like yeah i'm out there for people and then constantly posting about it. it it gives off it, it gives off
1: mental illness <laughs> right i feel like something is <laughs> going on within like i said it's giving me low anthony vibes like
0: if you were before this uh fully fleshed out person and all of a sudden you find jesus and now all you can think about is jesus and talk about is jesus it it makes people uncomfortable like that that is that is the idea that we get where it's like we don't it's not that we don't want to watch you china is that we don't want to just watch you talk about jesus because we know you have more to offer than that
1: and it's giving trauma or it's giving guilt you know it's what i mean giving, that's what it's giving
0: it's giving deflection
1: that too uh a false sense of reality i guess like that's is also what it's giving so
0: it's just it's just giving a whole lot it's giving miss china jesus will still be there even if you don't talk about him
1: right <laughs> So that's my that's one of my first fuck offs. The second one I'm going to say is Ken, is to the second fuck off is going to be given to Kenya Burris. I mean, yeah, that's the name Kenya Barris, Burris Burris. Burris. So this Kenya guy, Wait, he's the Burris, not Candy Burris Kenya, Burris.
0: Burris. Okay, so her 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 husband's name is Barris
1: now. No, Kenya that's Barris that's is a dude
0: Kenya. Ugh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> are we talking about we're not talking about real housewives kenya right no no okay. my bad continue so
1: <laughs> kenya barris is the guy who produced the show or created the show blackish oh and Grownish and mixed and he has this like fascination of creating shows that are like depicting light-skinned or like mixed-race families and and shit so Recently, it's been announced that he is in talks of doing a remake of Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, or Guess Who, which is a movie that's about this black woman. Well, the original movie is about this white woman who brings a black man into her home who she's dating to meet the family. And this came out in like the 60s or something. Um, And then the remake is with Bernie Mac and Ashton Kutcher and Zoe Zaldana and Zoe Saldana and Ashton Kutcher together and you know she's bringing him home to her black dad and their black family I remember
0: family. that movie
1: so here goes Kenya Barris trying to rehash that movie once again
0: is Zoe Zaldana is black?
1: Huh? <laughs> Zoe
0: Zeldana is black? she Afro-Latina? yeah okay yeah right she was, a, I she remember was a Colombiana were- am I wrong? Rosaria Dawson no she's also Afro-Latina
1: Probably sounds about right. Yeah. Um, so Kenya, and the only reason why I'm saying fuck off to the Kenya Bears is because he's a menace to society. He is attacking us with all of this mixed race and just mixed-ish content. And we do not want it. We understand you come your light skin, you come from a mixed family. Congratulations. Congratulations. But why is it every single time your name is brought up is because you're producing some mixed shit. We're tired of it and and there's nothing wrong
0: interracial fetish yes
1: and there's nothing wrong with like a show that is for mixed people or depicting a mixed person's life
0: I think one was enough
1: 100% I think one was enough too but it's
0: always one person right you don't need this person to have several like who keeps green lighting you to have so many projects like focus on one project
1: Oh. right like you're just creating this this universe of light skin the the <laughs> with the light skin cinematic universe the lcu i'm tired of it i've had it yeah,
0: who had that show with um she's that one chick that that was on Grey's anatomy that she's really good at being white but she's actually black
1: oh i don't know what you're talking about he did yeah. have a netflix show
0: Yeah, and his wife was,
1: like, super white and they were, like, rich and stuff. Oh, I don't know what show you're talking about. But I don't think that's Kenya. Well, either way, yeah, I feel like I'm just being attacked by all of this mixed-race content. And I think, ultimately, what the issue is, the real issue is, is that we want black shows. We want shows of, like, black people doing shit. That's it.
0: That is, is not Black people. It's the fact that Black experience is too raw for television.
1: So they have to whiten it down.
0: Yes. People, people, because a lot of our Black experience, African-American experience to be specific, is is pain and suffering, you know? And in yeah, order yeah. to get the funny, in order to get the good experience, to get the stories, you have to touch upon that kind of stuff. And white people don't want to see that shit regularly because it looks like we're complaining.
1: So they and need to include whiteness love- in any sense, in any way.
0: Yeah. So then they have to to dumb it down and raw it down, or put a little white person in there in order to make it relatable.
1: It's sickening and evil.
0: That's why uh, I thought of a fuck you.
1: Oh, go ahead.
0: Supposedly, there's going to be a Shrek five, and it, they revamped the character designs, and they're very, very ugly. A and Shrek
1: I- five. There
0: was a I'm four. Yeah, there was a four.
1: What was that one about?
0: Rumpelstiltskin one? Was it not that one? It was Shrek 1. Shrek 2 was the one where they went to Far, Far Away Land. Shrek 3 was the one with um, Arthur Pendragon. Shrek 4 was the one where Fiona, they go back in time where they never have kids and Fiona becomes like a Viking. It was in Blu-ray. I only remember because I saw it in Circuit City. Rest in peace, Circuit City.
1: Yeah, you triggered me.
0: Um. Okay. I like Shrek. <laughs> it's one of the one one movies that made me think that I wanted to be an animator.
1: I don't know why you said Circuit City, and it triggered me to when downtown used to have a blockbuster right by the Chinese spot, and wow. and awful. inside that blockbuster there was a GameStop, and
0: yes, I know
1: I hate what is happening to this damn city
0: this city this world
1: i hate it
0: outside i miss the outdoors jersey city
1: in the 2000s the early 2000s and 10s lit
0: oh yeah there was so much to do here
1: i wish i was an adult at that time i think i really would have appreciated and enjoyed it
0: no facts that's why jersey city people that are older now are so mad Cause there's nothing to do here anymore. It's just We're places. fucking
1: pissed, and we have the new generation, and we're we're pissed.
0: Uh, my <laughs> what kids are to do? Up with nothing. I'm not gonna live here forever. It's fine. <laughs> Fuck you to Jersey City and the people who made it like this.
1: No, honestly, a lot. Well, that's the thing. A lot of people have been like, who are from Jersey City, is like, well, this ain't the place I really want to stay. Because ideally, if we're being quite honest. Jersey City's not like a area where you would like would want to raise like a family and go to like the next level in your life ultimately
0: saying, not doesn't... anymore at
1: least before it used to be like that, but not in today's world, hell no,
0: me raising a kid here, I would rather die
1: <laughs> <gasps> yeah, I don't think so. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs>
0: what but. a wonderful way to close off. <laughs> right. <It's, laughs> I, don't, always, I don't know. Always with science
1: and I don't know if I would want to um raise a family here anymore. I think, I think back in the day I was like, yeah, hell yeah, I'll raise a family here. Probably go move to Westside or some shit. <laughs> go yeah, raise a family.
0: Person, <coughs> as a colored person, I don't think I'd want to live here anymore.
1: No, I don't like the, where where it's going.
0: And I hope you hear it one day, politicians.
1: I hope Phillip does hear this shit so he can knows I hate his ugly, stupid. I hate him. <laughs> I just, I it just don't like
0: him. Say it one time for the mic. Like they didn't hear you in the back.
1: Sorry, no, never mind. Let me just. <laughs> I just like that man. I really do. Such a. I have feelings. Is is such a um enlightening experience to have a shitty mayor
0: you're telling me
1: and the thing was it is so funny how all this stuff Yo, is, now- Hawaii is
0: crazy our mayor on kawaii is so nice he went to high school with my mom he's so sweet every he loves- see everywhere bro
1: does every island have a mayor or is it just because Kauai is the small
0: district Kauai is really small yeah
1: because i'm pretty sure on other islands are like different cities, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Every island has like little districts and stuff. Kauai is like a whole what it's not that big. <laughs> it takes only like 2 hours to go from one end of the city to the other.
1: This like New Jersey.
0: Really? Oh, yeah.
1: Three hours, I guess. If you're going from, like, top to the bottom.
0: Hmm.
1: Interesting. Well, anyways, that's it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That was our our Monday rambling.
1: Yes. So make sure if you have anybody that you would like to tell fuck off, let us know on the email and at the Devon Hour on Instagram. Or Twitter and let us know who you like to fuck off and also let us know your thoughts on today's topics make sure you go check out the recent episode I uploaded with Ryan and Karen where we talk about Jersey City for the second time but this is part one of that conversation because it was a three-hour episode and I did not feel like editing so much in one go so here goes the first part you get the next part next week and
0: that'll be it (laughs) exciting
1: Yes, so go check out those episodes And also go make sure you follow Karen and Ryan On um, Instagram and stuff You could find their Instagrams online And yeah, they're really, really dope So, thank you for listening to this week's What's on my timeline Our Monday show I hope you enjoyed And we'll catch you again next week With some more bullshit Oh my goodness